Strange days. Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll.
going to make you mad. On March 15, 2023, the U.S. government finally released a report it had suppressed since May of 22 on the effects of fluoride on our kids. It took a lawsuit to get the results of this six-month review of dozens and dozens of studies, which was funded by the taxpayers. Here's a conclusion I pulled right off page 467 of the report. The consistency of the data supports an inverse association between fluoride exposure and children's IQ. That means as fluoride goes up from drinking water, toothpaste, dental, cleanings, whatever, IQ goes down in the developing brains of our kids. Now, who would want to block access to that information from the public? Oh, probably dentists. There are arguments both ways on fluoride and tooth decay, but nobody expected neurological damage. And withholding information is never, ever the answer to anything. Shame on those who would even consider it. I think it's finally time to stop putting fluoride in our drinking water. Dentists be damned. People can choose to supplement it with tablets if they want, but they can't really choose not to drink the city water, right? Something like 98% of the Western world doesn't drink fluoridated water, and there's no outcry that their kids' teeth are rotting out of their mouths. You can filter fluoride out of your drinking water with a reverse osmosis system, a distillation system, or an ion exchange type of filtration. Let's help our kids keep their smarts. We worked hard to give that to them. You know, the fiscal challenges, et cetera, that are there. So, um, uh, very. Have a listen to these freaks. <clears throat> the New Zealand central bankers say they are in a great business where they can just print money and people believe it's real. Unbloody believable, guys. Unbloody believable. Fiscal challenges, et cetera, that are there. So, um, uh, very focused on being cost effective. We actually fund ourselves and then work out what dividend is needed to pay. So um, we kind of work, it's a great business to be in central banking. Um, mm. you print money and people believe it. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and, uh, touch wood. Um, and so, um, so it's, um, it's a slightly different beast to, you know, the fiscal challenges, et cetera, that are there. So, um, State <laughs> so News covered this. It's Wisconsin has joined 20 other states in legalizing the uh, liquefying of dead humans and flushing them down the municipal sewer system. And if you know from my research in the past, those then liquefied dead humans, many of whom died from the vaccine, of course, are being turned into biosludge and then spread on the crops as a form of fertilizer. So we have entered the realm now in 2021. This is not an exaggeration. It's all confirmed, double vetted, verified that People killed by vaccines are dissolved into liquid, flushed down the drain, uh, concentrated into biosludge, and spread on the food crop. You were both in Skull and Bone, the secret society. It's so sick that we can't talk about it. What does that mean for America? The conspiracy theorists are going to go, I'm sure they are. I can see the red number 322. <laughs> Check out the Yale University, guys. It is my sad duty to report this like afternoon that your my mind. friend and colleague, Tim Russell, NBC Washington bureau chief, That's collapsed and died early this afternoon. A ton iceberg, which we're just hearing, has uh, broken off Antarctica. Trillion ton. Sudden burst of solar activity, which melted down those ice sheets. But that's not what I go with. 
38 people disappeared overnight while headed from Chile to Antarctica. Locked in away ice, Antarctica guards mysteries that might just rewrite the story of our past and shake up everything we thought we knew. A former naval officer and a journalist have shared shocking stories on how they discovered an entrance to a secret alien base containing UFOs in Antarctica. Anyone ever? How did this actually listen to the lyrics of the song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, which was, keep in mind, written almost 25 years ago. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. A little girl from Sweden dream of silver screen It's the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. The sun may rise in the east, at least <clears throat> it's settled in the final location. Pay your surgeon very well to break the spill of aging. Celebrity skin. Is this your chin, or is that war you're waging? Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. And Coban, can you hear the spheres singing songs of station to station? And Eldorals, not fear away, it's Californication. Born and raised by those who praise control of population. Born and raised by those who praise control of population. Well, everybody's been there, and I don't mean no vacation. Let's have a listen to it again now with those words. See if you can read into what it's saying there, guys. Oh. Hello. Hey, hey, going? Hey, ladies, welcome to the room. Yeah, good to see us. Just starting a typical broad day's... Oh, well, broad, I guess it's broad days. Broader days, broader horizons. Very strange. A broader, a strange days, broader horizons, broadcast, if you know what I mean. Listen to the lyrics of the song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, which was, keep in mind, written almost 25 years ago. 25 years ago.
I'm going to play it one more time because the, the sound is crap. Actually I'm going to I'm gonna actually take down the volume and, and say the words so you can hear it better without the, the song in the background. Here we go. Have a listen to the words in this. Californication, Red Hot Chili Peppers, 25 years ago, guys. Hmm. First lyrics are, and then I'll continue. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's Elation. And little girls from Sweden dream of silver screen quotation. Remind you of that how dare you, lady? Girl. <clears throat> it's the edge of the world and all of Western civilization. The edge of the world, the rim, and the end of Western civilization. Limited resources, guys. The sun may rise in the east. At least it's settled in a final location. The hordes of the east settling in their final location. Or does it also mean... Of the other location where the actual literal sun sits. Pay your surgeon very well to break the spell of aging. Celebrity skin, is this your chin or is that war you're waging? Space may be the final frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement. Coben, can you hear the spheres singing songs of station to station? And El Duran's not far away, it's Californication. In 3D who can't comprehend 5D. This is so true. Now, why is this? It's because 5D is not intellectually through the mind. 5D is through the heart. Right. So people that are very intelligent, they usually do a lot of schooling. Right. And the more schooling they do, the more indoctrinated they are. And the more indoctrinated they are, the more they're stuck on these 3D timelines. 5D is literally about getting out of the mind and getting into the heart and starting to feel. OK, 5D, starting to feel unity with everything. It's about breaking down the ego. Okay, in 3D, especially people that are very intelligent, they're very usually egoic, right? Because they have all this education, they build up this big ego around who they think they actually are. So that all needs to break down for them to come into 5D. And for a lot of people, they just simply don't want to do that. It's terrifying to break down all this false aspect of who you are, especially if you've done all that schooling. Right? I did a 30-year career, and when I quit that and started to become an entrepreneur and be a health coach and teach about ascension, that person who I was for 30 years, that person had to be dismantled. And that shot me into my darkness of the soul for 18 months. And I was literally, I couldn't do anything. I could barely get out of bed. I think I slept 14 hours a day. It was absolutely some of the most challenging work I've ever done going through that dark night of the soul. I mean, that is the dark night of the ego. That is the ego dissolving, literally, 
okay? And as it dissolves, it's a, it's a part of you that's literally dying. It feels like you're dying. But on the backside of that is true liberation because you start to come into your higher self and you, you've broken down all the false aspects of who you thought you were. It always amazes me. I have some friends that are super intelligent as well, and I can't have these deep conversations with them. They logically can't understand 5D, right? Because they can't get out of their mind. If you can't get out of your mind, you're never going to be able to figure out 5D because you have to feel 5D, right? This is really comes from the heart. Let me know in the comments, does this ring true to you? Do you have friends that are very indoctrinated, very educated, and they just don't know how to get into 5D? I want to know. Have a great day. Much love. Oh. I woke up this morning. They don't know how to leave ego. Isn't that funny, the song? Ego is not a dirty word. Right? Debatable, my friend, on this show. Entering a new unknown territory not shown on any map. Covering an immense land area whose total size is large by the United States apparently attempted to retake Antarctica from the Nazis in what was called Operation High Jump. Though this mission was purported be for scientific reasons, numerous other reports state that these American-led forces were forced to retreat after having lost over 1,500 troops and suffering massive military material losses. Returning in 1947 to the United States, Admiral Richard E. Byrd, 1888-1957, the commander of Operation High Jump, is said to have warned that the largest menace came now from the South Pole because they had observed airships that could fly to impressive speeds. Aha! The importance of Admiral Byrd leading Operation High Jump was noted right. by American scientist Dr. R. W. Bernard who in his 1964 book titled The Hollow Earth The Greatest Geographical Discovery in History credited Byrd with discovering both the North and South Pole openings to the inner reaches of our planet and in his dedication stated guys. to the future explorers of the new world that exists beyond North and South Poles in the hollow interior of the Earth. Who will repeat Admiral Byrd's historic flight for 1,700 miles beyond the North Pole and that of his expedition for 2,300 miles beyond the South Pole, yeah, entering a new unknown territory not shown on any map, covering an immense land area whose you total size is larger than North America, consisting of forests, mountains, lakes, vegetation, and animal life. Well, well, the aviator well. who will be the first to reach this new territory Unknown until Admiral Byrd first discovered... Well, well, well. Wouldn't you know it? Birdie. Wouldn't you know it? Hmm. Let's go into a little bit you of get a conversation. as a plumber to go to Raytheon, then they operate to, to the firefight. Antarctic you have access to pretty plumber. much everything while you're there uh, in Antarctica. 
for the average person that, you know, when you think about Antarctica, this is kind of where I go to. You know, fun facts and strange facts about Antarctica. Okay, Crash! It's a desert, driest continent on the planet. Uh, very few people live there. Uh-oh. You've, you've eased up the ease. There's no doubt about it. You've eased up the ease. Whew, bloody hell. Crikey. You get hired as a plumber to go to Raytheon. Then they upgrade you to firefight. You have access to pretty much everything while you're there uh, in Antarctica. For the average person that, you know, when you think about Antarctica, this is kind of where I go to. You know, fun facts and strange facts about What's Antarctica. What's going on okay? down there? It's a desert, driest continent on the planet. Uh, very few people live there, 140 permanent residents. It was discovered recently in 1820 by Russian expedition. Uh, no country owns it. It wasn't named until 1890s. Mostly ice, 90%. Holds most of most of the world's fresh water, 60 to 90 percent. It used to be as warm as Melbourne years ago, 40, 50 million years ago, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Right now, it's 128 degrees minus 120 degrees Fahrenheit, give or take. No time zone. There's the only way you can go is north. Has active volcanoes, subglacial lake that flows. We're trying to wake you up very slowly, Crash. You can't wake up too quickly because the light will empower you. Blood red, uh, diamond dust floats. Even back in the days, Hitler was fascinated. Let's play a by song Antarctica for Crash while she wakes up. He was searching She's for something up in for Antarctica. Sure. Yeah. They offer you jobs. One, how do they find you? on this broadcast we don't we've got enough of that we don't need any more there's no doubt about it all right let's move along move along move chug a lug chug a lug um i reckon this might wake her up actually yeah let me go into this little file i've got several files here actually um by the name of crash as you know about files you know what i mean <sighs> we've got files on problem files Let's play a New Zealand one for Crash because of her Kiwi origins. There's no doubt about it. Let's all wake her up, Sue. to those American um, studs over there that want to do a heavy metal 
Clotune, whatever. Uh, let's do the Navy. some U.S. Marine in the morning crash, you know what I mean? There's about a hundred of them to give you the, um, yeah, they're all in their uniforms too. Hoo-hoo, like a man in uniform. And they're marching down the street singing this song. How cool is that? She's saying, you bastard, you get the visuals. <laughs> Lucky I'm not a homosexual. <laughs> Could get ugly. Sue's saying in the background, don't break any glasses there, Oz. You know what happened last time we speak. Sorry, Sue, I have the um I have the Kavorka, if you know what I mean. Sue's like, yes, I've heard your brother. I know it's in the family. There's something wrong with you, you bloody sexually active freaks. Is. You got the Kavorka. One for you, Crash. I must mind you, I am the better pick, even though he's about six years younger than me, to be honest with you. Yeah, just throwing that in there. <laughs> Just for future references. For the captain called all hands and swore he'd take the wheel in tow. Soon may the weller man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take a leave and go. Da 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 da
before the board had hit the He's got charm, but he's missing my charisma, unfortunately, the poor bugger. Yeah, I really feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for him. Ah, oh, we gotta lack something, you know, there's no doubt about it. Here's one for my weed lovers out there, for my marriage you wanna uses. I can't see where the hell's my visor. I might even cultivate the herb myself. Shits and giggles. I hope you're Again. not driving. Oh, shit. Who's that sack and new pie? We get fucked up. Oh, Oz, man, can you stand after the mighty weed? We doubt it, we plan so that we can molest thee. Oh, shit. What the hell's that? Up all night, and the weed is not stale. God, if weed does that to him, what, what's going to happen when we give him a row hypnol? All the ladies are saying. It's okay to inhale. He's fucked. Get the munchies like hell, and we he's a, run he's a to the bell. Hit the bung one more time then pass it cause never went to bed with an ugly lady girls she'll wake up with a few there's no doubt about it it's mine oh say does that weed get me so Excelled myself, there's no doubt about it. Smoke weed every day. One from my weed friends. I've never tried it myself. I pretend I do. The devil went to Jamaica. He was looking to sell some weed. He was doing fine. They were standing in line. It was excellent weed indeed. When he came across this young man who was likewise peddling pot. And the problem is I pretend on here that I do, but I only smoke sage, if you know what I mean, to get rid of the demons. The devil slid down the beach to the kid and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you kind of figured I'm a reefer head, of course. And after all this time, I guess that I'm a connoisseur of sorts. Now, your stuff smells okay, but this could tranquilize a... Oh, I must admit, I lied. Um, mostly chamomile, to be honest with you. A horse. I'll bet a million in cash against your stash, because I think mine's better than yours. That's strong chamomile, said, thank My you. name's Johnny, and you ain't smoked nothing yet. One hit of this grass will kick your ass. You got yourself a bed. Johnny, roll a ball of hash and make sure it's the bomb. Cause the devil's got the kind of stuff they smoked in Vietnam. You'll get a million smackaroos in cash if you can cope. But if you can't, the devil will get your dope. You've never tried this um, blend of chamomile tea that I've broken down. We exported and imported through tea bags, if you know what I mean. Bit of chamomile. <laughs> Holy hell. Blow your bloody mind. Blow your mind, you know. The devil packed a bomb. 
with a little Acapulco gold and resin flew from his fingertips as he fired up his bowl. He filled that chamber all the way and he took a mighty hit. And as they passed it back and forth, it gave them both a coffin fit. <laughs> That's why I only sneeze or don't cough because of the chamomile. When the bowl was finished, Johnny said, Hey man, that stuff was great, but fill your lungs with some of this and prepare to vegetate. Cannabis sativa, sweet Mary Jane. I actually know how to mix um, DMT up here in a um, tree that's grown naturally to Australia. That's the scary thing about it, but I don't do that. I don't, do not do that. The devil's in the backyard frying his brain. Zigzag filled with a diggity dank. Hold on tight, it'll hit you like a tank. It's a det detrimental inhibiting, I guess you could call it, on the layman, to the layman. But, um, yeah, it's created through a eucalyptus plant here, I guess you could call it, or an acacia. Yeah, it's acacia. It's acacia. All right, I don't want to give too much away. You know, I might get, you know, the plant banned because it's about 90% of the population of plants. The devil nodded off because he knew that he was stoned, and he asked if he could. There was this dick witch a few years back, about uh, 15 years ago, the one that banned all the plants because they knew that it contained DMT. <laughs> what a freaking freak shit. 90% of, of the stuff that Johnny owned. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to catch a buzz. I done told you once, you son of a bitch. Mine's the best there ever was. And they fired up doobies one by one. Ain't it going to stop till the bag is done. Green as a bullfrog, sticky as glue. Granny, do you get high? Yes, I do. Right, let's get back to the broadcast. Just get out of control. I don't want to talk about this, to be honest with you. Go to my little list here. Have a listen to this. Of the CDC that was controlling and telling our government to shut down small businesses and what they recommend for the mandates of the vaccines and Pfizer and all. At the time when COVID was being enacted, I'm going to read off the staff of who's in charge of this in, uh, CDC. The director of the CDC was Rochelle Walensky, uh -oh. dual citizenship with Israel. She's a Jew. Deputy director of the CDC, Ann Schwalch, uh -oh. dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC chief of staff, Sherry Berger, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC chief medical officer, uh -oh. Mitchell Wolf, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. CDC director of the Washington office. This is, this is pertinent to the topic. We're talking about COVID, right? Yeah. This is this is pertinent to COVID, so I love you, Jennifer. Yeah, please. So, director of the CDC of the Washington office, Jeff Rezik, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. COVID czar, Jeff Zaints, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. COVID senior advisor, Andy Schlavitt, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Oh, uh, assistant of health secretary for this human services for our country. The Assistant of Health Secretary, Rachel Levine, transgender, Michael dual citizenship with please? Israel, S. Jew. I ask that you hold off, Christopher? Ma'am, I'm almost done. Mr. Head of Mr. Pfizer. Wood, the, the chair has ruled that your comments are out of order. She's asked you to stop. Oh, don't forget, 80% of your Congress, dual citizens, Jew. 
The chair has. He said two. There's nothing wrong with two. It's not wrong at all. 80, 9%. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but keep on going. Head of Pfizer vaccines, Albert, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Pfizer chief scientist Michael Dostin, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Moderna chief scientist, Paul Zach, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. BlackRock, everyone know BlackRock? BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. I said we're willing to sacrifice our ego, our reputation, and our lives. Sacrifice your ego. I love you, and I appreciate Uh, BlackRock President Rob Capital, dual citizenship with Israel Jew. Uh, the CDC Chief Medical Officer of Johnson Johnson, Joanne Waldshark. Under every rock, guys. After collapsing on the football field. After collapsing in the middle of the game. Collapsing during the game. Collapsing on the tennis court. Suddenly collapsed. Player collapsed. collapsed and died. After Are you tired of being called a conspiracy theorist? Do you see patterns where other people don't? Are your relationships with your friends and family suffering as a result? Well, then ask your doctor about Noticinol. Noticinol is an FDA-approved drug that helps people afflicted by chronic noticing. It works by suppressing the part of your brain responsible for critical thinking so you can get back to living carefree. Side effects of taking Noticinol may include, but are not limited to, heart attacks, sudden adult death syndrome, storming the capital, unironically enjoying late-night television, and in rare cases, Bryant's delteritis. People who take Noticinol once a day report up to a 97% decrease in noticing. Do your own research to find out if Noticinol is right for you. You can't stop coincidences from happening, but you can stop noticing them. And now, for more severe cases, try extra-strength Noticinol Jew. Say goodbye to noticing once and for all. I've been using this for a week and it is starting to work, guys. It's a very good thing. I'd definitely get onto it for sure. No doubt about it. It is really, really starting to kick in. Three, two, one, work. Why are they pushing these LED lights so much? They're even giving them away for free. The reason being lights. is because these LED lights will connect everything in the Internet of Things, right? These LED lights can be connected up to, for example, her cell phone, that tablet, all the appliances in the home, the thermostat, the cars. Oh, hello, and welcome all. Yeah, I'm not here to um, pamper anyone's bottom on my shows, so if you're a certain race, creed, or whatever... Things come out that are just how they are. I mean, love everyone, you know, good and bad and everything, you know. So don't take me the wrong way, you know, because that can happen quite a lot. As I say, to know, know, know me is to love, love, love me. And you will eventually if you just give it time, you know, or unless it's a Friday night, just avoid that. Because <laughs> things get ugly. Garage. Everything can be connected, and then they can monitor and get data from that. But they can also turn off things when you're using them based on climate reasons and whatever else. And Friday nights, the three bloody fly on me freaking thing. I can't stand it. I'm looking at my blood. Why am I looking at this thing and talking into it? This is the weirdest thing. It's like I've got to look into it to talk to it. It's really bizarre. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to see a psychologist for sure. There's no doubt about it. All right, I'll look one up tomorrow. Give them 180 bucks an hour. Ah, they'd be laughing. Ah, they'd love it. Not even tax deductible. Oh, bloody hell, they'd be in the big bucks. 
you now are connected up to the Internet of Things. Now, what's interesting about these LED lights is that they ping a lot of microwave radiation, which I'm going to show you in the next video. So in this video, I went with an EMF tester and went around with a tri-field EMF tester to check the radiation coming off these LED lights. Look at that, off the charts. So what happens is, is when you're bringing these lights into your home, you're pinging microwave radiation into your house as well. The microwave radiation can impact the health of your heart, your brain, your eyes, your skin, your organs, and it also connects up to this, like I said, Internet of Things. So it's interesting that they're pushing all of there's a massive, massive thing as well. He's nearly finished. There's a massive thing as well with your um when it's pl actually plugged in, man. You should see. Like you can pass it on. You can hold someone's hand and they'll get the magnetic field from it. Uh, it's just it's, don't use it while it's plugged in or talk into it or something. You can do that, but don't don't touch the freaking thing. Stay away as much as possible. You know. I try not to have mine plugged in when I... But the freaking batteries don't last anyway these these days, you know. Yeah, I always try to take the plug out, you know. Make sure it's fully charged, plug it, and then use the freaking thing. Yeah, especially if it's near your bed, that's not a good sign. Oh, mine, mine's freaking way over, you know. I don't have bastards. I've got no plug near my bed, actually. All right. The so. COVID lockdowns. New state-of-the-art LED lights have been replacing street lights in... Now, this is another little... This is more into the conspiratorial thing about the LED lights as well. ...cities throughout the West. Aman explains that this is all part of the plan. These lights will be connected to everything, including your phone and your car. Light and in new cars, that includes 16 different cameras with LiDAR and sonar. These lights are being outfitted with LED incapacitators, which is a light technology that was first announced 15 years ago, back when it caused enough brain damage to make a person sick. Another strange weapon in the final stages of development is able to mount an all-out barrage on the optic nerve. The LED incapacitator was developed under the auspices of the Department of Homeland Security for the purposes of creating what we call a non-lethal defense system. And uh, this technology consists of a bright set of LED technology, light-emitting diodes, uh, that is designed to create uh, sort of temporary blindness, meaning temporary ability to not be able to see the person who we're trying to protect. It almost looks like with that flash when they have on the police car, actually. If aggressors caught in its bright pulsating glare don't shield their eyes or turn away quick enough, temporary blindness isn't wow. the only effect they'll feel. I feel mostly good that. The first time I saw the LED, I was in a darkened room, and within three or four seconds, I had reached forward and grabbed a hold of a lab bench because I was feeling a little bit uh, uh, dizzy or disoriented. Yeah, I'm not even going to cover that. On. I'm not even going to cover that. You you get where he's going with it. Yeah, this is a light system. Oh, man, I feel sick just watching it, so I'm not even going to play it and look at it. Have yeah, listen to this lady. I forget her name. She's um she's really good on health issues. This is an interesting subject because I suffered low iron for 13 years oh, yeah, until I solved the puzzle. Uh, now, iron is bound up in food and it needs acid to liberate it or free it from food. So most people with um, low iron, they're either bleeding very heavily at period time, so they need the Anna's Wild Yam Cream to stop that, and they also can be low in hydrochloric acid. Because 
See, there's one for the ladies. You never know what you get on these, these male shows sometimes. Short pants, you know? Yeah, I cater for everyone, man. Yeah, even going to that. Like, I think this, I'm gonna, I've got my line up is a few health issues, actually. Because the acid liberates the iron. So why would someone be low in hydrochloric acid? If someone's eating every couple of hours, that exhausts the digestive enzymes, so they're low in hydrochloric acid. If someone drinks with their meals, it waters down their hydrochloric acid. If someone overeats, overburdens the stomach, it exhausts hydrochloric acid. If someone's highly stressed when they're eating, that exhausts hydrochloric acid. So to boost hydrochloric acid, only eat at mealtimes, only drink between meals. When you sit down to dine, I read this in an old book, cast off care and anxious thought when you sit to dine. No stressful things should be discussed at the meal table because it does interfere with your ability to digest. If I had, if any of my children made a fuss at the meal table, I quickly pick them up, put them outside, shut the door. <laughs> they quickly get the message, they can come back. So the meal table should be a peaceful time. So how can you boost hydrochloric acid other than doing all that? Take a little bit of cayenne pepper with your meal, that'll wake anything up. Uh, having the juice of a lemon with a little very hot water just before the meal, that can also boost hydrochloric acid. So you need to boost hydrochloric acid to, um, to uh, have the acid to release the iron from the food. Ferritin is iron stores and the body uses protein to bind with iron to stir it as ferritin. So often people with low ferritin levels, it's because they're not eating enough protein. And they may be eating enough protein, but if they haven't got enough hydrochloric acid, they can't break down the protein. So my suggestion is boost hydrochloric acid and start making sure you have lentils every day, uh, nuts and seeds with the meal to boost the protein levels. Yeah, good advice for sure. Air fryers are a popular kitchen now, gadget. This is what I did actually think I had lined up is um, about air fryers. Have a listen to this. This isn't the one that I wanted. Uh, look, all I can summarise it is that some of these air fryers, like, you know, just about the radiation they let out, you know. I mean, you've only got to go up to a refrigerator and with a metre and see that but I'll put a little bit on he goes through it quite some time but it doesn't actually get uh, I, I, no I'm not going to do it I'm not even going to play him he doesn't get to the point he's not the one that I wanted actually yeah he just talks about it but I mean anyone freaking blind Freddie would know all this shit you know would take rocket science to work out He's he goes more into the cooking side of it put it that way yeah it's a really long thing a wasted freaking 25 minutes of my time yesterday or something just watching him to get to a point which was he was saying he wasn't saying necessarily the air fryers are bad he was saying the carcinogenics that let out if you do them on a high really high like you know cooking rate and chips chips are on a very regular scale haven't got as much carcinogens as a, a higher cook chip but there's another one that I had oh, ages back, and it actually talks about the air fries themselves and their radiation levels that they let out. It's not far, not far past, believe it or not. They say from a, um, I find it a bit far-fetched, but in their studies, they seem pretty legit that it was very close to a microwave, you know. But these things can be avoid, avoided because it's not changing, though. It might be radiation levels, but it, to me, it's not changing the construction of the food like um, radiation would do. I mean, it might em emit 
like these frequencies, but it's not cooking it. It's cooking it in a different way, if you know what, it, if that makes sense, you know. So, I mean, I don't use a microwave ever. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't eat nothing out of that freaking um, hell hole of a thing. As far as I'm concerned, it's the spawn of spawn of Satan. You know, it's the devil in disguise in your freaking house. Changes molecules of water. So if it's going to change molecules of water, why wouldn't it change molecules in your food? How, how do you call that food then after that? You'd call that just a shithole of freaking um, bad vibrations that are going to enter your cells and your body. You know, everything works on a vibrational level. So why would you have something like that in your system that's going to do that? You know, if you can kill a plant with the water from it, well, what good is that going to do to your body? That's what I mean. It's the same to me when someone, if if I'm at a, if I'm at a, um, if I'm at a dinner, you know, and I I get angry, which I, it was really weird. I used to quite a lot though, but um, but if someone was yelling over a food, I guess you could call it, or people got angry at the table. It is not a good thing for you, for anyone's health at the table, you know, because you're just, yeah, you're just putting out bad vibes. It, it does change the structure of water, you know. Like they say, how plants grow good, you know, just with some nice, calm music. You know, you know, every everyone knows, you know, when you're upset, stressed out and shit, what do you do? You either put on some heavy metal or you play some calm music and bloody chill out and put some bark on or whatever you want, get back into the day, you know, or you, or you can put on some Slayer and stress out and, you know, and get violent and, and really, you know, there's two different ways you can go. It's a bit like the Navajo chief, you know, when he says there's, um, you're in a fight, you know, like with two wolves. It's like, well, who's going to win the fight? There's a, a bad wolf and a good wolf, you know. And he says, you know, like, well, pretty much it's the wolf you feed the most, and it's so true in life. You um, you you want to feed good connotations? Do you want to feed positivity? Do you want to feed the other side? You know, negativities, loom gloom, woe is me, and all these sort of aspects. Well, you can work on your uh, mind frame, which is going to help your body. And it's not being disillusioned. I mean, you can just, even if you've got a pretty severe health matter, you can go, well, I'm blessed to be alive for another day. It's just something as simple as that, you know. Giving thanks over your food that you eat, you know. Oh, shit, this is bad. I can hardly even get it in my mouth, but I give thanks, you know. Little things will, little strategies will change things for sure. I think it's a karma thing. I, I think it's more than just here, you know, these sort of aspects of thank, thanking and giving thanks in all things. I think it was a scriptural, um, in everything give thanks, I'm pretty sure it says. And that's so true, so true. Even if you pick something off a plant, um, you can't, every bite, you know, just about, it, it can get a bit neurotic, I guess, if you've got that tendency. To me, it's not, you know. I'm not like every day I go, oh, Sometimes I actually forget, and I actually say, oh, shit, oh, thank you. You know, in my mind, I don't go, hey, thank you, man. <laughs> high five. High five me freaking tomato freaking beef sandwich, you know what I mean? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> You're doing well today, buddy. Thank you. You know, you know, none of that shit. It's just like, 
you know, a bit of a bow of the head, I guess, and just like a shake. It's like gratitude, you know. You don't have to do that. You can do the gratitude meditation. You're not even talking to nothing anyway. You're giving things from the heart, you know. It's the heart. You're raising your um, chakras up to the heart, you know, and that's a that's a good place to be, you know. It's not for the out, out there like, woo, woo-hoo, we're up in the, um, you know, because then you've got your throat chakra where you can start revealing things through your throat from your heart. That's the other plus, the next level. Then you can go to the level after that, which is like, I guess, the pineal gland. You can start going a little bit more out there. And then you, your crown chakra, where you're just like, woohoo, ground control to Major Tom sort of aspect. And that's why people in certain realms, probably where I'm at, you know, like I'm heart up chakra more than the lower chakras, you know. You'll know if you're lusting for certain, especially I think sexual flavors you're living or um, sexual aspirations, you know, you're living to a lower chakra, you know. So that's showing you that your chakra is stimulating more in that area, of course. But if you've got a voice and you're like doing something like pod beam, it could even show the opposite to that where you're actually, your chakra's in up higher from your heart, from your heart up, like especially your blue, your throat chakra, you know. Because, you, of course, you're giving strength. So you, you're raising to nearly the next level, really, when you think about it. A lot of even podcasters, they're on a certain level, you know. And that's the weird thing. I should have been playing that Indian song in the background while I've been freaking rambling on here. But it does make sense because they've entered their heart chakra, you know, unless some come in and they don't last long anyway because they're mischievous, if you know what I mean, like all that, that's all they think about or say. A lot of those just younger punks that come along the line, of course. But there's, there's a certain level where it gets older, you know. I, mean, I, I say things on here for shits and giggles, you know, anyone that knows me knows I wouldn't be as malicious to anyone, you know. Or anything like that. Never said anything dirty, dirty. I don't think I come. Oh, might have been once I said something a little bit, a bit bizarre. That could have been taken that way. Oh, but, but yeah, you'll find a lot of people in in the in the bigger movement are all they're all up high. You know, they might talk about shit too. You know, that's the funny thing about it because they just know it's the common norm. Like, I'll do that myself, you know, just talk about shit that I've got no real interest in, like, that I know that every, you know, those sort of avenues. But that's just mucking around, you know, that's not being crude or, or well, not being crude, the opposite. Um, not being, what do you call it? Weirdo freak, I guess you could call that. <laughs> You're not being a weirdo freak, well, I hope I'm not. I'm trying not to be. Been taking, taking books for that. F-U-L-B-S. All right, let's get back onto the broadcast. I've said enough for now. Need a break. Uh, it's something that is found in the earth, and people used to get it in abundance from their garden vegetables. But nowadays, because of all the chemicals that are used in modern farming, and because of the overprocessing of our foods, we don't get nearly enough of it. Fulvic acid is beneficial to the body in numerous ways. 
it's beneficial to the, the digestive systems, the intestinal system. It, it helps to promote beneficial flora or the probiotics in our intestines. It's beneficial to the skin. It's beneficial to cognitive health. It helps the body in countless ways. Uh, and one of the very important benefits of fulvic acid is that it assists in the absorption of all other nutrients. So the foods that we eat and the supplements that we take uh, provide more benefit. Is chocolate is poisoning you in a recently filed lawsuit against Trader Joe's and Hershey's. Multiple independent tests found high levels of lead and cadmium in their chocolate. Lead at 265% the max and cadmium at 144% over. Well, you might be wondering how much lead or cadmium does it take to kill a person? Well, a lot. But even that 265% level in the Hershey chocolate bar is enough to cause you trouble. If you are eating a couple of those candy bars every day within a few months, you could start experiencing flu-like symptoms such as body aches, chills, weakness, to vomiting, and diarrhea. Black Basically, hell. these heavy metals damage your immune system to the point where anything else can kill you. As Americans, you got to wonder if our dwindling life expectancy is in part due to our tainted food supply. And what are we going to do about it? Well, for one, we can hold the culprits responsible in court. So this is a start. I'm talking to you, Hershey's. Bloody hell. What a freaking hellhole. <clears throat> so this one's about on college. I've never said. Ah, yeah. Is Oh, this is an oncologist. Turbo yes, cancer. Sir. What does that mean? Turbo. Ah, uh, I don't think this one plays very well. I don't think cancer. It's, it's a recent it term. It arose in the public domain. Let's see if this loads. And it really. No, I'm trying to take it back. Stupid thing. So I can load better. All right, let's see where this one goes. This is about the um, turbo cancer. Oh. Cancer. What does that mean? Turbo cancer, it's a recent term. It arose in the public domain, and it really describes aggressive cancers that are arising in COVID-vaccinated individuals. It's showing up in young people, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, the youngest case that I've reported was a 12-year-old boy who had one Moderna vaccine, four months later develops stage four brain cancer, and then six months later he died. And so this is something I've never seen before in my career. I've diagnosed probably 20,000 cancer patients in my career. I've never seen cancers behaving like this. Um, and they grow very, very rapidly. And they present at a late stage. Uh. He's about Timu. You are doing anything. I need you to stop right now and listen to this. Now, Timu is owned by a Chinese company. It's only been around since July 2022. But 50 million people have already downloaded the app. They're attracted by those eye-popping deals. But beware. The BBB has received 900 complaints nationwide. Many involve product quality issues, shipping delays, and never receiving items paid for. But that's not all. The biggest issue the BBB has with TMU involves your privacy. The consumer organization found TMU collects not only customers' names, addresses, and phone numbers, but birthdays, 
pictures and anything else they can find from your social media profiles. The BBB says Team U gets additional information from your phone, your iPad, your computer, any device you use to access the app. That means you're exposing your operating system, IP address, your GPS location, and browsing data. That type of access concerns cybersecurity experts who say that leaves the door open for someone to bypass security settings, to spy on your other apps, change settings. That would leave you vulnerable to identity theft. The BBB recommends you do not download the TeamU app, or if you have, delete it. Don't click on those sponsored ads you see on the social media, no matter how good. Yeah, come in. If you're concerned about everybody dropping dead oh, yeah. from heart attacks around yeah. you, you'll definitely want to grab yourself one of these and carry this in your purse after you try. I can put a song on. That's all right. Yeah, you can show me something. Back in the seat. Check out this video. I said, you cannot abuse cayenne pepper. It's impossible to abuse it. It's actually a very safe herb. It will never harm. It might feel like it sometimes, but it will never harm. You can also use it internally if someone has a heart attack. Now, I had read about this, but I experienced it once, and it was when we had our health retreat in Melbourne. I got a call from one of the staff. A lady's had a heart attack in the middle of a cooking class. So I ran down. I was there in three minutes. The lady's lying on the ground. Her face is white. There's a guy holding a pulse. He said, the pulse is gone. Almost. I said, quick, cane pepper. I got a half a teaspoon on a of cane pepper, quickly put it in her mouth. She was half conscious. We're able to give her a little bit of water to, to drink. Within two minutes, the guy holding the pulse said the pulse is strong. All the color came back into her cheeks and she sat up and said, what happened? Just amazing. We sold out of cane pepper, that program. Everyone, what happened to that lady? What happened to that lady is that that cane pepper, when it got into the blood vessels, it thinned the blood. This is the best blood thinner. No need to woofrin, for woofrin, I mean rat poison. Hmm? No need for aspirin. And by the way, it has been shown today that aspirin causes brain bleeds. This is very, very safe with no side effects. Now, if someone is on warfarin or aspirin and they're a little concerned, I would suggest start taking a quarter of a teaspoon three times a day. And most people, if they're on warfarin, they have to be tested, yeah, every few weeks or every month. And the doctor will say, your blood's getting so thin, we can reduce your medication. Mm-hmm. Because he will see it if you're taking cayenne pepper. It's very safe. There are, I was going to say many doctors, probably of 1% of doctors, there are a few that, that are using natural medicines with amazing results. See, there's no side effect with this. of horse hooves, the clanging of streetcars, and the incessant murmurs of a crowd, always oh, yeah, on the that was one that I had lined up about a different route. They'd done 19, 
30s Germany in, in colour. Let's see who's playing that because you can't see it in colour. <clears throat> Rare differences between individuals. They all have enough in common. Ireland. That what they share is a general vision of what's best for their people. A nation dies when its people no longer recognise it. It's not going to play. Who blew up Nord, Nord Stream? Well, that would. Come on, man. You can play. You ain't going to play. The love of one's country is something one can't easily describe. But we were a proud people once, and we had a very strong tribe. Yeah, he's not going to do it. You ain't going to do it. Come on. However, the Ireland I adored is no longer recognisable. The attack on my people is completely unjustifiable. My love for my culture, heritage and people I cannot explain. But an attack on my nation has put my people in pain. The war that we face isn't like war seen before. No tanks or guns, the smiling politicians that meant... people adore. They use their charisma and stature to fool the sheeple. They use subtle words like trusty experts to enslave the people. Experts who are bought and paid for to reach conclusions for you. You cannot discuss or debate whether the conclusion is true. The media will say it's necessary because the individual cannot think for themselves. In many cases this is true. I ask you right now to take a look at yourself. No arguments allowed, nor will debate. Expert class rules in a comedy. Who blew up Nord Stream? Well, that would be that fucking stupid cunt Joe Biden. I mean, they had a fucking uh, something to prove to the world and try and make a reason for them to spend billions on Ukraine so they could launder their fucking money over in Ukraine, the stupid cunts. I mean, Joe Biden fucking clearly blew it up because why the fuck would I want to blow up my pipeline that makes my country fucking maximum money? You guys in the fucking West don't understand this, but that's actually the Russian pipeline that sends gas to make fucking big dollars for my fucking government pockets. So the Americans blew it up and made out it was fucking Russia. Why the fuck would I want to blow up my own fucking income stream. Joe Biden's a fucking idiot. Anyway, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. This has been another Hang Loose Recluse production. Go get fucked. Thank y'all. Joe Biden at his best at the last interview. Well, There's no doubt about it. Well, that would be that fucking stupid cunt Joe Biden. I mean, they had a fucking uh, something to prove to the world and try and make a reason for them to spend billions on Ukraine so they could launder their fucking money over in Ukraine, the stupid cunts. I mean, Joe Biden fucking clearly blew it up because why the fuck would I want to blow up my pipeline that makes my country fucking maximum money? You guys in the fucking West don't understand this, but that's actually the Russian pipeline that sends gas to make fucking big dollars for my fucking government pockets. So the Americans blew it up and made out it was fucking Russia. Why the fuck would I want to blow up my own fucking income stream? Joe Biden's a fucking idiot. Anyway, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. This has been another Hang Loose Recluse production. Go get fucked. Thank y'all. And what can be seen today in from the documents that are on the table that are about to be negotiated under the title of New Pandemic Treaty and amendments to the international health regulations. We are here today because we are all concerned by the World Health Organization's oh, yeah. strong pressure 
Yeah, this is WEF, what they're trying to push in um, March. It's um, Swiss lawyer details the whole WHO pandemic treaties power grab as stated in their official documents. Now, this one goes for 13 minutes. If you really want to know the, the lowdown of the whole damn situation, this is pretty much revealed here of what they're trying to do to your countries, guys. To extend its powers, its structural and its financial capacities with a permanent effect over the sovereignty of the countries and over the self-determination of the people. It was in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis that the WHO has initiated a reform process which will bring significant changes to all of us that will concern every human being and every of the 194 member states on this planet. This reform process was started in 2021 with two working streams, preparing two separate legal instruments. Number one, a complete new treaty, the so-called new pandemic treaty. And number two, significant amendments to the already existing international health regulations. These two legal instruments, treaty and IHR, are about to be negotiated and finalized, and they are, they bring material changes. The contents of these drafts are on the table. They are available. They are available for everybody. And already in eight months time from now, in May 2024, the 194 member states of the WHO will have their final vote on both of these international agreements. This process takes place behind closed doors and at a tremendous speed. It is not reported nor discussed in our newspapers, in our national parliaments, in universities, nor in society. It is unacceptable. This is unacceptable because these two legal instruments will affect every one of us by reducing, even diminishing our loss, our right of self-determination, our right in general of human dignity, and it will eliminate the basic principle of democratic participation. Also, the effects of these treaties will be felt by member states. They will lose, who will lose their sovereignty and their autonomy. autonomy. Therefore, every human being on this planet should understand the essence of the two legal instruments which come under the title of pandemic prevention, pandemic preparedness and response. In a nutshell, the WHO claims in these two legal instruments an absolute and non-questionable leadership in all health matters as soon as WHO refers itself to pandemic prevention, preparedness and response. WHO claims to have the ultimate expertise and the ultimate power in all aspects of this wild wide field just 
I recommend to read carefully the current existing draft of the amendments of the International Health Regulations, Article 13a and Article 42. It shall be granted the power of a massive self-authorization whenever it claims to act under this purpose. I recommend to read Article 12 that establish the preconditions for public health emergency of international con concern together with Annex 2 of the proposed amendments. On the basis of an extremely vague concept, one health, which basically means anything and nothing, animals health, ecosystem, concerns about the level of CO2, and of course human health, can give rise to permanent measures and even to a public health emergency, to a pandemic called out and declared by the WHO. And thereby, number four, WHO has the right, will have the right, to not only declare recommendations made by several experts, but also to impose on the people of this planet, or only to a certain region, all kinds of restrictions, access restrictions, lockdowns, surveillance, and experimental treatments. So far, the list of these potential measures can be found in the International Health Regulations Article 18. And there you will also find one example of the precondition of the proof of vaccination that was so far meant to be non-binding. In the future, as word binding is eliminated, and as we have explicitly written down in Article 13a, the proposal, and 42 of the proposal, the commitment that the member states will give when they accept um, these amendments, the commitment that they will have to apply the proposed measures. This is not enough. Further, WHO will most notably reserve and assume the right to define as the sole instance of, on this planet and to control all information that it claims to be related to health. And this assumes as well the right for censorship and the right to interfere in social communication. It seems to be so important to the WHO that these provisions can be found in both of the international new agreements in the international health regulations and in the new pandemic treaty. And last but not least of a brief summary that should any time be given once we speak about these new changes is the fact that there is no mechanism foreseen that will allow the people or the member states to challenge the assessment of WHO, whether it is the WHO's assessment about a public health emergency or their assessment with respect to certain measures or when it comes to the imposing of a regime for what they call vaccination, as experimental as it might be. There will be simply no stop button for none of the member states and not 
Of course not for us, the citizens. So now, if we just look at it as a whole, this right of WHO to self-declare, to also authorize, auto-authorize itself to claim a public health emergency of international concern and to maintain it for as long as it wants. Number two, to issue so-called recommendations that will be legally binding and that will be subject to a system of surveillance, surveillance of the people, surveillance of the member states, then the total control and monopoly on information, including the right of censorship, and then the fact that there is no mechanism of control, the control of the WHO, and of correction. What do we have as a result? Well, it is very simple to say, without open and the open debate, without the possibility of having different opinions, different hypotheses, different methods to be discussed on the at the table, there will be no science and there will be ultimately no democracy and there will be no legal court proceedings and no justice. If the result is already predefined by one sole authority on this planet, there cannot be by definition a proper scientific process, a proper decision-making process, there cannot be any democracy. Number two, it is a basic principle, not only of international law, not only of national constitutional law, that we have as human beings, the right to know what we consent to. So if we ask ourselves, have we been asked, have we been informed about this process that is about to become reality? The answer is no. And there is one important distinction to be made between these two legal instruments. The new pandemic treaty, will be considered by WHO itself as a treaty and thereby shall be subject to a national process of debate and um, ratification. But not so for the international health regulations. The international health regulations, by definition of WHO's own uh, writing, when you read the international health regulations, they are qualified as health regulations according to the WHO Constitution, Article 21. And what does that mean? As a consequence, there will be an automatic coming into force right after the vote in 2024. So far, it is still 24 months, but these 24 months have been reduced to 12 months only. So that means that at the end, after May 2025, the international health regulations will become law automatically. So, we will not be asked, we have not been informed, and there will be a process of automatic enactment of the international health regulation. This is about as severe as it can be when it comes to the violation of the principle of an informed consent. This principle does not exist only on the individual level, but it exists only 
also for democracies as a whole. And it, is, it exists under the title of self-determination of the people, which is one of the founding principles of the United Nations in the United Nations Charter, Article 1 of 1946. Now, this is the reason why we should all get to know not only what is in these documents, but we shall claim and clearly say that some of these um, international health regulations and the changes that are modified and declared there will totally be opposed. Mm. Makes you wonder. To what we consider our constitutional order. Makes as there is no public information right, as there will be censorship, as there will be human rights not protected, as uh, there will be no checks and balances, as actually it will be the WHO to determine under which legal status we will have to live. That means the power will not be anymore in the hands of the people. Therefore, these negotiations have to be stopped immediately and it is a matter and a duty for all citizens now to impose the pressure towards their public representatives, political representatives, to make sure that the politicians, the political representatives, understand that they go on beyond of their entrusted vote they can use. Now, as this is just an overview, and as we are here in Europe... <coughs> oh, it's a naive view. That's the problem, you know, it's the whole thing in a, in a real perspective of what's the plan is, where we're going to go, you know, where we're, uh, get ready is, get ready, you, um, you slaves, you, um, freaks, I guess they would probably look at you, you cattle, this is the direction that we want to take you, you know what I mean? work is taking place across Mariupol, with many of the buildings here destroyed during the fighting. Steve, how are you doing? Hey, There's some good things that you can actually use with herbs and, and um, healing spices, you know. For cuts and burns, you can use turmeric, sprinkle some turmeric on it, and bang away you go. Hair fail. You can use some um, fen Nugrek. You can use weight loss with cumin. You can use some bad breath with some cinnamon. Toothache and a little clove will help you. Sleep, have us some nutmeg. And for your headache, have yourself some ginger. We're going to need this for this video. Just so you know, okay? Kids missing. One year, 12 months. This is the statistics. This is what's going to light the fire in your belly. You ready? Listen to the numbers. Okay. Australia, an estimated 20,000 children are missing every year. Canada, 45,000. Germany, 100,000. India, 96,000. Jamaica, just under 2,000. Russia, 45,000. Spain, 20,000. United Kingdom, 112,000. United States. 
thousand children are missing a year. Wake up. That's not over 900,000. Just under a million children missing yearly. This hack, I hope, helps a million people. If you don't know this, drinking parsley and lemon in your water can help you with kidney stones. Look it up. Ah, did you know maple syrup is totally a natural food? 60 mils or 4 TBLS of maple syrup equals the same antioxidant value as a serving of broccoli. Maple syrup supplies more than 100% of the required daily allowance of magnesium, 37% of riboflavin, 80% of zinc. Zinc reduces risk of um, prostate cancer. Maple syrup reduces risk of heart disease. Maple syrup has no fat. Maple syrup has two slash thirds, two thirds, as many calories as corn syrup. Maple sugar is a great substitute for cane sugar and is full of antioxidants. If you go into the benefits of seed oil, you can get a list that will come up to 100 benefits of seed oil. Long time to go. It's considered the mushroom of I eternal youth, that. and that's because one of the key things that it does is it's an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. I think actually it's possibly one of the most potent antioxidants out there. And so, of course, what that is doing is, you know, oxidation and inflammation are two of the things that cause cellular aging. So, you know, taking reishi preventatively is going to be one of those things that is reducing inflammation and oxidation in the body. So from a longevity point of view, it's a wonderful mushroom. Reishi, it's considered... May 2024... Since shutting down Pfizer was unthinkable, Pfizer and the feds cut a deal. And here's how they did it. Pfizer, located here in New York, owns a company named Pharmacia Corporation, which owns another company called Pharmacia and Upjohn LLC, which owns Pharmacia and Upjohn Company LLC, which in turn owns Pharmacia and Upjohn Company Incorporated. What does Pharmacia and Upjohn Company Incorporated do? Nothing. It's a shell created to be a legal shield for Pfizer. In other words, if Pfizer was at risk of being convicted, the shell company would take the hit. Think of it as the great-great-grandson of the parent company. Birthday, March 27, 2007. Just in time to plead guilty in a kickback case against a company Pfizer had acquired a few years earlier. With that conviction, pharmacy... Oh, I stopped. No, oh, I stopped. Oh, but today we're going to hit on the root cause of illnesses, and this is really important. They always tell you viruses are jumping all over, which is a bunch of hodgepodge. But first and foremost, you have herpes, which is too much friction, which is lack of collagen, open wounds. Next, you have the flu. Whenever you have the flu, they tell you what? Drink a lot of salt, have some soup, because you have an electrical salt imbalance. Next, we move to the pandemic. 2020, remember that whole thing? Radiation poisoning. Loss of smell, loss of taste, loss of hair, nausea, symptoms of radio wave sickness. Then somebody says, I have extended CV-19, 
Same exact symptoms. You're holding that phone, which has 5G, or you have 5G in your home, and there's new towers that have been placed all over. Same exact thing. Next, we move to rabies. You know the things they're putting into all the dogs when they inject into that? That one's actually never been proven to exist, but they've poisoned the dogs anyways. Next, we go into HIV, which the root cause was AZT. It was giving all the symptoms of HIV, so people were going and getting more AZT. And then last but not least, we moved to polio. Polio was caused by DDT. And then they sold people one of these again. So when it comes to it, none of these viruses have been proven to exist. There's a great book called The Contagion Myth by Dr. Tom Cowan. There's also Dissolving Illusions and The End of COVID with Alex Zek. Get up to a certain level in the Masons that you are qualified to go into the Shriners, which I guess is really the height of the whole thing. And um, then you talked about the distinctive headgear that they wear, the fez. And we, we've seen all these at circuses, at, at, at uh, uh, parades. They come down the street on their motorcycles wearing their fez. Tell us, first of all, what, what is the Shriners and what is the significance of that fez? Well, you'll see the men in the Shrine parades and yes. Shrine Circus wearing their red fez. Uh, in order to be a Shriner, you have to re reach the highest degrees of Freemasonry, either the 32nd degree of the Scottish Rite or 13th degree of the York Rite, and then you're allowed to go into the Shrine. And sadly, many Christians have gone into this, which is hard to understand, because in order to be a Shriner, in the initiation, every Shriner takes a blood oath of allegiance to Allah as his God and Muhammad as his prophet. Now, are you kidding me? No. And in light of 9-11, you got to wonder, how can any Christian take a blood oath of allegiance when God absolutely forbids that in the Ten Commandments? And yet they're not even allowed to pray in the name of Jesus at the lodge, are they? No. But you swear allegiance that Allah is your God, Muhammad is your prophet. You are then given this red fez with the Islamic sword and crescent encrusted in jewels on the front of it. And you'll see men wearing this. And people say, well, why do they wear the red fez? It is because if you study history, uh, during the 7th and 8th century, as the Muslims swept across North Africa, they came to Fez, Morocco. And in Fez, Morocco, there was a large community of Christians. And Muhammad had ordered the slaughter of all the infidels, meaning Christians, who would not bow down to Allah and Muhammad as the prophet. And the Muslims went in with the Islamic sword, and there in Fez slaughtered thousands of Christians. And then they took their Fez hats. And they dipped it in the blood of Christians, glorying in the defeat of Christianity. And that's why the fezes are red, representing the blood of Christians defeated by the Islamic sword, which they have encrusted in jewels on the front. And there are Christians who walk around wearing this hat. And Dave, to be honest, it's an abomination in the eyes of God. Your political leaders are not only Masons, but some of them are secretly Muslim. And they've taken a blood oath to Allah as their one and only God and Muhammad as his messenger. So they don't mind using their power and their influence to advance Islam's agenda. Islam has contributed a lot to America. In the middle of the Supreme Court is in the rotunda is a statue or bust of the Prophet Muhammad showing the respect that American law and jurisprudence has for the revealer of the Quran. Many of American presidents are masons and shriners who got to the 33rd degree and studied the Quran in secret and have the star and the crescent on their face. So Islam is at the basis of Western and American civilization.
It's your electromagnetic field. Your thoughts and emotions determine how strong this field is. And this is what they call your vibe. Your vibe is a vibration that you're casting out. Diseases and illnesses only exist on low vibrational frequencies. If you match that frequency, you will get that illness or disease. If you exist on a higher frequency, you do not match with them things on them lower frequencies. Your thoughts are electric, which are felt in the brain. Your emotions are magnetic, which are felt in the heart. Magnetism is always stronger than electricity. This is why your heart is 5,000 times magnetically stronger than the brain. Your heart literally has the language which speaks to the ether around you. Therefore, if you think and feel about the reality that you want, you're becoming that vibration. This is what they call a mindset. You've got to set your mind to think and feel about the reality that you want and you will attract it to you. This field also has seven energy centers. These centers are powered by the field. Therefore, if you're abusing these centers, you will be pulling too much energy out of this field, which is lowering your vibration. You're literally an electromagnetic battery and you can charge it by putting your feet on the ground, going next to trees, eating electric food like fruit and veg. People that you are around also has a massive effect on your field, so be careful. What's going on, everybody? I wanted to share this with you really quickly. This is called Wormwood. It grows wild all over North America and Europe. This plant is a very powerful dewormer and anti-parasitic compound. It's the main ingredient in the product called ivermectin that's used with horses and that the scientists have used over in India and Africa for malaria and such for getting rid of invasive worms and parasites that might be in your body. Now, it's really important for everybody to really take a cleansing to this to some extent. You can simply go out and find this herb and you can harvest it, let it dry, and you can eat it, make it into a tea and clean your body out. I put in wormwood years ago. It's a bloody rapid growing thing down here. Bloody hell. That's bloody Restore perfect vision in just seven days with this 100% natural recipe to make it home. Bookmark this video so you don't lose it. To make this miraculous drink, start by taking a cucumber and cutting it into pieces. Cucumbers are rich in nutrients and vitamin B6, not to mention minerals such as calcium and magnesium. Continue with a carrot, peel it and cut it into small pieces. Carrots are a real source of beta carotene, which your body converts into vitamin A, essential for healthy vision. Add finely chopped fresh garlic to these ingredients. Put all these ingredients in a blender, Pour in a glass of water and blend well. After blending, filter the mixture to obtain your revitalizing drink. Pour yourself a glass and drink this preparation every morning on an empty stomach for seven days. Oroquin, a hot commodity. I'm going to share with you how to make it at home naturally with ease. Here we go. First, you want to take two to three grapefruit and lemons and peel them with just the rind. Once you have all your peels, you're going to fill it up with water. I'm using eight cups of water, and you are going to simmer it for three hours. You want to make sure to use a glass lid and let it simmer for three hours. Once you've let it cool for a couple hours, you're going to want to strain out all the juice and put it into glass jars. You can take one jar and put it in the refrigerator and have two tablespoons twice a day, and then you can put the rest in the freezer. 
So air comes through your mouth, air comes through your nose. Good. What is the difference between the air coming through your nose? Okay. So your nose, if you were to take your fist, you've got a really big fist. So someone with a s slightly smaller fist, and to take that fist and imagine just pushing it inside of your head, that's about the volume of your nose and all the sinus cavities. So they even stretch up above your eyes. So the volume of your fist, that's crazy. It's about a billiard ball. Um, so, so a little, it depends on what size fish you have, right? So, so all, and, and they call it the nasal concha because it looks exactly like a seashell. If you were to split a seashell in, in half and look at it, that's what's happening in your nose. And all of this stuff evolved this way for a reason. So that air that comes in through the nose is slowed down, it's filtered, it's humidified, and it's conditioned. So by the time it gets to your lungs, your lungs can absorb that oxygen so much easier. Put the peroxide in, and I, right out of the bottle, and no mess and no muss and no fuss, and I put that in there, and then I put the pump. Have you seen this 13-month calendar? This 1775 Bible shows us that the first day of the week was a Sunday. March was the first month of the year, not January, and that a full year consisted of 13 months opposed to our current 12. So why has everything changed? And who decided to change the months around? Many believe that it was actually to put us out of the rhythm that was so ingrained into our culture, to disrupt the peace and harmony. Think about it if this is true. It is very possible that the holidays we celebrate today and base off of ancient traditions are aligned with a completely different rhythm. Does it not take away the true meaning of the day, specifically religious holidays such as Christmas or Easter? Countries like Ethiopia have stuck to the 13-month calendar, and while we celebrate Christmas on the 25th of December, Ethiopia doesn't celebrate until the 7th of January. This is not the first instance of our calendars and timelines being messed around with, and there is a history of rulers who have decided to change the dates and times for their own benefit. So who knows where we actually are on the time spectrum, if time is actually real. Must watch. Let's look at the year. How many months are there in a year? Twelve. Exactly. How many weeks are there in a year? Fifty-two. Good. However, twelve months, well, twelve times four is forty-eight. And fifty-two minus four is forty-eight. Doesn't take a genius to work out we've got four extra weeks. And what do four weeks make? A month. There are actually thirteen months in a year. They're ripping your wages. Bloody hell, they're ripping us off. There's no doubt about it. A simple iodine test. You can get iodine from the chemist and you paint it, say, on the inside of your arm and you'll get a brown smudge. And then you just observe how long it's there for. If that iodine disappears within an hour, you've got low iodine. Well, how do you get your iodine up? You just put it on every day until it stays there. It should be there for about five hours. That's a very simple one, isn't it? And your thyroid's main food is iodine. And earlier in the week, actually it was yesterday, last night, I said that mercury gobbles up your selenium and your thyroid gland needs selenium to convert iodine into thyroxine. 
And so getting the mercury fillings out is also important. You only need five Brazil nuts a day to supply all the iodine that you need in a day. Cysts that are developing in the breast tissue, like in fibrocystic breast, cysts on the ovaries, cysts in your uterus, and of course cysts even on the thyroid. These cysts that are created, if they just don't have enough iodine over time, they develop into nodules, and they can also develop into cancer. That's why iodine has anti-cancer properties. And iodine is really good at regulating estrogen dominance. With too much estrogen, iodine can help bring that down to a normal level. You've also got many things you can do with iron, you know, and um, all these other aspects. <clears throat> you know, because iron helps like transfer oxygen as you know, that's a major thing with iron. You know, you've got zinc and it needs, it's needed for enzymes and like, you know, your immunity cellulose that they mentioned is powerful. You know, it's like an antioxidant sort of thing. You know, fluoride on that level of um, natural fluoride, not um, fluoride. There's two different sorts of fluorides. That's another thing. You can go on the copper. <clears throat> Copper is underestimated as well because it also helps, you know, absor absor absorbing the iron, you know, so they sort of re react together. Uh, iodine, you know, of course, I've always spoke about that. That's a big one, thyroids and all these other issues and magnesium, great for your heart too if you're having palpitations and you can, you know, it's, it's just virtually a, a wonder thing. Um, just got to watch how much you have it or have of it, I guess, you know. It's all these little things that can add up. Is that, I come across this one that's um, anti-parasitic herbs, you know. You can have wormwood, black walnut, hull, barberry, golden seal, um, berberine, uh, anise, carin seed, or carom seed. A double R O M. Carica, papaya seed, pumpkin seed, neem, basil. You know, there's all sorts of things you can actually do to help. My name is Gwen Olson. Eliminate all these parasit parasitical sort of aspects that get around your body, you know. <clears throat> From Baruch Levy to Karl Marx. The letter was reprinted in La Revue de Paris on page 574, dated June 1st, 1928. The letter reads as follows. The Jewish people as a whole will be its own messiah. It will attain world dominion by the dissolution of other races, by the abolition of frontiers, the annihilation of monarchy, and by the establishment of a world republic in which the Jews will everywhere exercise the privilege of citizenship. In this new world order, the children of Israel will furnish all the leaders without encountering opposition. The governments of the different peoples forming the world republic will fall without difficulty into the hands of the Jews. It will then be possible for the Jewish rulers to abolish private property and everywhere to make use of the resources of the state. Thus will the promise of the Talmud be fulfilled, in which is said that when the messianic time is come, the Jews will have all the property of the whole world in their hands. 
the letter ends. This letter predicted precisely what we're seeing today. Levy uses the now familiar sinister term, New World Order. He refers to open borders, race mixing, Jewish supremacy with the goal of a Jewish world government where non-Jews will own nothing. Today, this is the mantra of the Jewish-controlled World Economic Forum. This letter was a warning. It could have been written today. The world has a megalomaniac Jewish problem. We need to face up to this threat once and for all with a final solution, or the Talmudic Jews will commit democide on the whole world. From Baruch Levi to Car. A final solution. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's getting deep, guys. There's no doubt about it. It's getting very, very deep. Hey, how are you going there, um, Freedom? You starting up a broadcast? I think we got a bit of... Oh, yeah. Old mate Freedom's doing a show soon, I think, guys. <clears throat> We're going to roll over to the Freedoms. I might even have a yarn with the old digger. Eh? You might even have Uncle Ozman on for a bit of a, a what do you call it? A, um, a bit of a gossip. <sighs> yeah, he knows what he's talking about. There's no, no doubt about it. Or I might just self-indulge myself into his show. I might force myself to have a topic. How's that? <coughs> nah, I'm all right. All right, guys. Well... Yeah, well, uh, in a bit, ah, uh, bloody hell, well, I'll continue my broadcast for the next 15 minutes. Are you enjoying the um, show? Are you learning something, Freedom, of how to do an actual real broadcast? Uh, he's in there looking. Sorry, guys. Uh, we just muck around. <coughs> oh, Alistair Bailey. Ten Point Strategy of the New World Order by Alistair Bailey, man. This will blow everyone's mind. Number one, take God and prayer out of the educational system. Well, 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 what do we have here? Number two, reduce parental authority over children. <laughs> Number three, destroy the traditional Christian family structure. Wow. Sounds like a blueprint. Number four, if sex is free, make abortion legal and easy. Even six years after they're born, I reckon. Number five. Make divorce easy and legal. Free people from the concept of marriage for life. You are a slave to that partner, that great lover. Number six, make homosexuality an alternative lifestyle. Mm -mm -mm. Freedom Warrior, I've been having my eye on you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we both vote on that one, eh? Yeah, homosexual tendencies, guys. We've got to both vote on that one for sure. <laughs> Little freaks. You've been alone too long, Oz. 
Get yourself a lady for Christ's sake. Number um, seven. Dis- debase. I can't fuck. I can't talk after saying that. <laughs> shit. Um, I'm going to try my best, guys. I'm going to try my best. Debase art. Debase art and make it run mad. In other words, turn everything in the shit that, you know, that looks like, oh, look at that artwork. That's crap. Number eight. Use media to promote and change the mindsets. Well, wouldn't you know it? Sounds like our freaking world that we're living in so far, guys. Number nine. Create an interfaith movement. Ooh, we all need to come together right now over me. Oh, what about, imagine, all the people being communists once again. Yeah. Number nine, create uh, an inter... Yeah, we've done that. Number ten. Okay, I'm actually up to number ten now. Listen to this. Get governments to make all these law... To make all these law and get the church to endorse these changes. Wow! I'm going to paint some rainbows up my church step tomorrow because I want to be woke. Don't you? Don't you? I want to be woke, there's no doubt about it. Our cities will pollinate with sensors, all joined together by the Internet of Things. And the urban environment is as antiseptic as a Zurich pharmacy. This is what you're in for. In for, Goyam. Could also be used to keep every citizen under round-the-clock surveillance. A future Alexa will pretend to take orders. But this Alexa will be watching you, clucking her tongue and stamping her foot. In future, voice connectivity will be in every room and almost every object, your mattress will monitor your nightmares, your fridge will beep for more cheese, your front door will sweep wide the moment you approach like some silent butler, your smart meter will go hustling of its own accord for the cheapest electricity, and every one of them minutely transcribing your every habit in tiny electronic shorthand stored, not in their chips or... Oh, oh, and may I pause that and say to my little friends out there that this is not some um, tinfoil wearing hat little dude like um, Uncle Freedom over there. This is Boris freaking Johnson. In their innards, nowhere you can find it, but in some great cloud of data that lowers ever more oppressively over the human race. AI. What will it mean? Helpful robots washing and caring for an aging population or pink-eyed terminators sent back from the future to cull the human race. Ah, For want of a better word, we are screwed, man. This is bad. This is real bad. I used to listen to Freedom for years, guys, and... um, 
he educated me on all these little aspects, if you know what I mean. Cargo's manufacturing facility hey, looks like a nurse. Here's one for freedom. What do you think about this, my vegan friend? But inside these plants, they're growing a new kind of vaccine. Yummy. The technology is called a virus-like particle. At Medicago, we use a careful step-by-step process to develop vaccines using our plants as mini bioreactors. Oh, these are happy days coming along, Freedom. These are happy days. I know you still eat bugs every now and then, but listen to this, man. You're going to love it. Oh, you're going to... This is like your dream come true. Actors. We start with the gene sequence, or code, of a virus. We then use our technology to synthesize the virus code into a real biological product. The code contains genetic instructions that our plants can read, and we insert it in... Are you salivating? Oh, you're salivating for sure. There's no doubt about it. Well, good, because I invested in um, Kleenex tissues the other day, and... um, so if you can go out and buy a, some of them and wipe your um, side of your mouth or something because you're salivating, it will help out my um, enterprise. The bacteria called Agrobacterium tumefaciens. We submerge the plants. Oh, actually, we're thinking of putting the screens back up. So we're going to invest in screens and yellow tape. So I just want to give you a thumbs up to invest in yellow tape and screens again. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, you'll be making the big bucks, isn't it, Dad, about it? The bath with the bacteria that carries the information into the plant cells. Big bucks. And using a vacuum, we suck out the air between the plant cells and replace it with the liquid. The plants absorb it like a sponge. At the end of their bacterial bath, we return our plants to a carefully controlled greenhouse to uh, let them get on with their natural... Our viral infected plants. This sounds like the future for sure. Eva Vardingerbroek lives in the Netherlands, which has long been Europe's biggest food producer. Now, it's the global center of the bug food industry. She joins us tonight for an update on what it's like to subsist on crickets. Eva, thanks so much for joining us. So, your country, the Netherlands, is... Man, if you can put something into that... that that last Man, there's something freaking bloody good going on about you. There's no doubt about you famous for its agricultural output now it's famous for insects this feels like the leading edge of a i'd at least give her a wedgie for sure or a wet willy global trend do you think that it is absolutely there's no surprise there i mean my country really is sadly the pilot country for an organization like the world economic forum we are sort of the tester kit of the 2030 agenda (laughs) so the fact that we the second largest uh, exporter of agricultural products in the world our nation with such a rich farming history is now cracking down on its farms and opening insect factories should be of no surprise to you and She's making me feel like a man once again. There's no doubt about it. You know, this is not something that is just going to affect the food supply of the Netherlands. Like I said, we're the second largest exporter of agricultural products world after America. So this will influence the food supply worldwide. Bloody and hell. we've spoken to farmers who said, well, this There's could lead to actual starvation if we're not careful. Like bloody Pornhub or something. This is I, I have to ask about the role of the population in this, since purportedly the Netherlands, like this the United like States, up, is a man. democracy. Do the people of the Netherlands want to <laughs> eat bugs? Is this happening because there was a popular out? 
he gets off over an interview. Oh my god, you should hear me when I get off over an archaeological discovery, guys. No one's heard that one. It's like bloody hell. Cry, bring us more bugs. No, of course not. Nobody's being asked. And I think that that's the point, you know. Nobody really inherently wants to eat bugs. When we think about bugs, bugs. we, you know, crawly things, you know, nobody wants to eat that. But they're telling us that it's good for the climate, that this is the way that we can save the planet. And that that little steak that you have on your plate that gives you some joy in life is what actually ruins the world. And of course, none of that is true. I think that the push for insect eating is just a compliance test. Because our politicians know that when they control the food, they control the people. Freedom can't talk because he knows what the chicky babe looks like. Why not earthworms and rats? As long as you're humiliating people on purpose by making... He's intensely concentrating on the voice. They meet repulsive things. Exactly. Well, I think that that's the whole point. So, you know, don't give him any ideas, Tucker. I think the, the rats and, and the mice and all of that are next on the menu after the crickets that they now are trying to put in our food. So my, my last question is, what, what has the pushback been like? A country with a thousand year history of Nothing. growing no food cares. has got to be resistant to this. Have people made that clear, no. that resistance? Yeah, absolutely. We've had massive protests. So our farmers protests that you and I have been speaking about plenty of times now and that also have been featured in this documentary, they've been very successful. So we actually had elections just now in the Netherlands where uh, a lot of people, actually the largest party was the farmers party. I'm going to have to um, contact her and get her on my lap. I mean, on my show. I think this would be fan bloody testing. So the Dutch people don't want to be eating insects. We understand that a traditional profession such as farming that we have been good at for centuries on end is not the cause of a modern day so-called crisis such as climate change. So no, the people know what they want. We don't want to be eating insects. We want our steak. And as long as we, well, keep saying no to this insect, this insect push. We- oh, shut up, you're annoying me. I don't want to hear an animal. She's starting to annoy me. Sounds like an annoying person yelling at me to do the dishes or something well my friends out there we're about to take the um broadcast out if you know what i mean well i hope you got something out of it i really did cover some issues there's no doubt about that yes strange days of broadcast by none other than amawa come on to vous G'day and Ella Cash and all these other aspects, you know what I mean? Yes, we don't call us strange days for nothing, do we? Freedom Warrior. Catch us on the flip side. Hello.